Chapter 6 of the Story of Solomon Owl. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Alice Hasty, Bristol, England. The Story of Solomon Owl by Arthur Scott Bailey. Chapter 6 Solomon Needs a Change. For some time, Solomon Owl had known that a queer feeling was coming over him, and he could not think what it meant. He noticed, too, that his appetite was leaving him. Nothing seemed to taste good any more. So, at last, one fine fall evening, he went to see Aunt Polly Woodchuck, who was a herb doctor, for he had begun to worry about his health. "'It's lucky you came today,' said Aunt Polly. "'Because tonight I'm going to begin my winter's nap, "'and you couldn't have seen me again till spring, "'unless you happened to come here on Groundhog Day next February. "'What appears to be your trouble?' she inquired. "'It's my appetite, partly,' Solomon Owl said. "'Nothing tastes as it did when I was a youngster, "'and I keep longing for something, "'though what it is I can't just tell.' "'Aunt Polly Woodchuck nodded her head.' wisely. "'What have you been eating lately?' she asked. Solomon Owl replied that he hadn't eaten anything but mice since the leaves began to turn. "'Hmm, the leaves are nearly all off the trees now,' the old lady remarked. "'How many mice have you eaten in that time?' Solomon said that as nearly as he could remember he had eaten twenty-seven, or a hundred and twenty-seven, he couldn't say which, but one of those numbers was correct. Aunt Polly Woodchuck threw up her hands. Sakes alive, she cried. It's no wonder you don't feel well. What you need is a change of food, and it's lucky you came to me now. If you'd gone on like that much longer, I'd hate to say what might have happened to you. You'd have had dyspepsia, or some other sort of misery in your stomach. "'What shall I do?' asked Solomon Owl. "'Insects are scarce at this season of the year. "'Of course, there are frogs, but I don't seem to care for them. "'And there are fish, but they're not easy to get, "'for they don't come out of the water and sit on the bank as the frogs do.' "'How about bullets?' Aunt Polly inquired. "'At that, Solomon Owl let out a long row of hoots because he was pleased.' The very thing, he cried. That's what I've been wanting all this time. And I never guessed it. I'll pay you for your advice the next time I see you, he told Aunt Polly. And Solomon Owl hurried away before she could stop him. Since he had no intention of visiting her on Groundhog Day, he knew it would be spring before he saw Aunt Polly Woodchuck again. The old lady scolded a bit and it did not make her feel any pleasanter to hear Solomon's mocking laughter, which grew fainter and fainter as he left the pasture behind him. Then she went inside her house, for she was fast growing sleepy, and she wanted to set things to rights before she began her long winter's nap. Meanwhile, Solomon Owl roamed restlessly through the woods. There was only one place in the neighbourhood where he could get a pullet. That was at Farmer Green's chicken house, and for some reason he did not care to visit the farm buildings until it grew darker. 
So he amused himself by making the woods echo with his strange cry. And now and then he threw in a few wah-wahs, just for extra measure. Many of the forest folk who heard him remarked that Solomon Owl seemed to be in extra fine spirits. Probably it's the hunter's moon that pleases him, Jimmy Rabbit remarked to a friend of his. I've always noticed that old Solomon makes more noise on moonlit nights than at any other time. The hunter's moon, big and yellow and round, was just rising over Blue Mountain. But for once, it was not the moon that made Solomon Owl so talkative. He was in fine feather, so to speak, because he was hoping to have a fat pullet for his supper. And as for the moon, he would have been just as pleased had there been none at all that night. For Solomon Owl never cared to be seen when he visited Farmer Green's chicken house. End of chapter 6